Everybody, I have big news, and I am excited, if you cannot tell. Ian? That's right. I mean, you guys probably saw it in the papers this morning, but if you didn't, let us be the first to tell you. Royals and Royals Adventure Architecturing Firm, uh, we're going private. We're no longer going to be listed on the public fantasy stock market. And it's great, and you can tell by my big smile how good and I think this is. You may hear some things. Things like, we were kicked off the stock market. Of course not. Who would want to be on, you know, have all these different meddling hands? We know how to run this company, right? Anybody? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think that not only do we know how to run this company, I think that we are such innovators. They're really, they're, they're just not ready for our innovation jelly. They're not ready for our jelly. They're jealous of our jelly. They are small thinkers, and sure, we single-handedly were sinking the entire Forgotten Realms economy, but I don't think that's any reason for them to lash out like this. I mean, it's our choice. They also were not ready for us to bring in that gelatinous cube onto the stock market floor when we volunteered to ring the bell that one day. So They were literally not ready for that jelly. Yeah, no. So It was, um, I mean, people died. Uh, they died so that gelatinous cube continued to live. It's a, it's the circle of life people. And look, what does this mean for your, you know, uh, shares and Royals and Royals? Everything. You're probably destitute. I would probably sync up with your financial advisor. Um, or your local economic wizard, depending on how you subscribe to that. And if you give me any guff, I know a gelatinous cube that'd really like to meet you. <laughs> 100 years ago, Marcus Royals founded the finest adventure architecture firm in the Forgotten Realms. Now, his firstborn son, Travis, along with lead designer Ian of the Hills, are tanking the company one failed project at a time. If you require their services, write them a letter, and they may build you one of their dinky dungeons, shitty strongholds, or crappy castles. Ian, I appreciate you coming in on Thanksgiving Day. I'm sure your family was very upset that I pulled you into work. Well, honestly, I think my wife was just happy to have me around the house. You know how I like to keep busy and all of that, and we've got some extended family coming over. Um, but, you know, honestly, it's, it's good to get out of the house, and I think she's, she's glad to have it because then I start going in there and tasting stuff, and she's like, get your fingers out of there. And, but, Travis, you seem like you're actually a little bit down. Is everything okay? And I'm so down that I'm not even going to touch on the fact that your wife is asking you to keep your fingers out of things. I... Just, this is a very lonely time of year for me. I used to have a great big family to celebrate Thanksgiving with, and now it's, well, it's just me and my dead dad and, you know, eating ye old Boston market in front of the TV. It's, anyway, I'm I'm excited to do this, this show, and I, I would think that this is going to be exactly what the doctor ordered. I'm feeling good. 
Well, yeah, I hope that maybe during the course of this episode that we can lift your spirits and provide a service to somebody and they can be feel gra- gratitude towards us for this special time of year of Thanksgiving. That would be wonderful if someone else can feel good about me. Um, that would really help me get get through this day. And also, I do have a, a little glass of gravy here that I'm going to be sipping on throughout the show. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, are you a brown gravy man there, Travis? You know, I try not to be so close-minded. Okay. Any gravy d- well, does. Uh, okay. Any gravy will do. Yeah. I. That's not what I said. I said any gravy does. Um, so I, I know that we uh, got a letter in from one of our listeners. It seems like this letter is, um, it seems like it's kind of been through the ringer. Is that a, is that a boot print on it? Yeah, this one kind of fell behind the, the old cabinet over there. I, I haven't read it yet. Okay, here's the letter. Dearest tyrannical Travis and Ian of the interns. As far as I'm concerned, that's a compliment. Are the interns still alive? Uh, Okay, we'll talk about it later. I want to make a spooktastic, frightful, fever dream dungeon to send my so-called adventurers through. Wait a second. However, I don't want to fall back on any of the classic Halloween tropes. Oh, God, Ian. We're late on this one. I mean, uh, it's a podcast. It's a timeless medium. It's like I always say. Podcasts, they're going down in history. Classic Halloween tropes. Well, good news. There will be no Halloween tropes because it's over. Get over it. Can you help me scare the tunics off of the travelers without resorting to pompous pumpkins or soulless skeletons? Humble years and gratitude. The dogmatic Daldor. So, okay, we're we're coming to this one late. You know, it does have, yes, that is a shoe print and a hoof print, and it seems like a, a, quite a fair amount of creatures have, have stepped on and destroyed this letter. So, Daldor, we do want to apologize, but luckily, I think there's something that's even spookier than Halloween. We we practice this, Ian. Did you, oh, okay. This uh, is where you say, like, oh, what's What's oh, I'm real. What's spookier than Halloween? Uh, sorry, can can we can we do that one more time then? Yeah, th- this is a voice I've been working on that I think is a sounding exactly like you. Oh, <laughs> what's all this about uh, Halloween? No, no, I, oh. no. Yeah, I I got that. That sounded exactly like me. Okay, I was going for like the you know the 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 feeder line that I needed again. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, well. Luckily, we have something much scarier than Halloween. Uh, yeah. What's the deal with uh something scarier than Halloween? No, I asked you to do a a Gerald Scheinfeld on a previous episode, <laughs> and you told me that you did not know how to do one, and here you are doing it perfectly. Yeah, well, I I didn't realize that was going to be a skill that I needed to practice, but uh, since then I have rehearsed it several times. Hey, you just leveled up as a podcaster. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, maybe later we can talk about that raise. 
I don't have that for you, but here is your hit dice. As a podcaster, you get 1d1 extra hit dice every level. Perfect. Um, well, since you asked, Ian, what's scarier than Halloween are the origins of this beautiful day we call Thanksgiving. I've heard kind of some rumor about Thanksgiving, but I don't know if I actually know the complete origins. Uh, do you want me to tell you what I've heard? Please. So there was that uh, large Aarakocra that was trying to stab people. Mm-hmm. Um, they were of that kind of more of the tarctacular variety, if you know what I mean. You know, <laughs> I choose to know what you mean in this moment. Okay. I had a fork in the road. I could have gone either way. Yeah. But I am going to say that I do know what Turktacular is. Yeah, v- very poultry esque, if you get my drift. And you're exactly right. Yes. But do you know the horrors that he committed? I have a feeling you're about to tell me. The darkest. Like under darkest? Even darker. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm here. I'm riveted. Jack the Flapper was, um, he was a Turk-tastic Eric man that was absolutely twisted. He was actually the first true serial murderer in Forgotten Realms history. And when you say serial murderer, he was, he was, I've heard of Jack the Flapper. He was the one that was actually murdering people with cereal. No, 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 sorry. You're thinking of the summer of Toucan Sam. He was another Aarakocra. Um, he was following his nose wherever it goes and where it went was into people's bedrooms where he would drown them in cereal milk and delicious, delicious fruity treats. But Jack the Flapper, he actually was very anti-food. Oh, okay. He would watch families through the window as they were... Uh, eating a large feast and when they emerged he would slash them and so was this on the actual day of Thanksgiving, or was this the uh the day after because i know there is kind of like that association with that that the day after Thanksgiving. so shanks giving is when he would give shanks into people's bodies got you and that's when families started every year on that, that day. They would hide in their homes. They would gather together to keep each other safe. And you get hungry, so they, they did eat. But, of course, that's a perpetual cycle, you know. You got to eat. Families all together. He's anti-food. He's, he stabs you a lot. And they never caught him. Oh, really? Still at large to this day? Still at large to this day. And because of this great tragedy, every day after Thanksgiving, we have Black Flaps Day. Ah, yes, Black Flaps Day. The, the day that usually we, we emerge from our houses having survived the night and f- so excited with, uh, with everything that we decide to empty all of our coin purses onto hapless merchants uh, willing to brave the, the wind and the cold to hawk their wares at slashed prices. So let's talk about Black Flaps Day. You're absolutely right. People were so excited that they weren't murdered. They said, oh my God, I need a new flat screen. And this was olden times too. So flat screens were extremely expensive. Hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Are you kidding? The amount of enchantment you would have to cast. 
Oh gosh. The runestones alone. I mean, it's just, you know, where do you even store that? They had these massive backs to these televisions just filled to the brim with runestones. But man, that screen in the front, very flat. So flat. And so uh, are you wanting to create an adventure based off I'm of getting gla- there. Uh, listen, I'm okay. First of all, I've had a few glasses of gravy. Okay. Uh-huh. So bear with me. I'm going yeah. a little slow. No, I, I'm here to grin and bear it. But here's the thing. For I'll just, this is a personal anecdote. I've had enough gravy to talk about it. You know, for me, this was never a celebratory day. Thanksgiving had everything I needed. Thanksgiving is when the whole family got together. And for once in my life, I didn't feel so alone. I wasn't just, you know, thrown into one of six bonus rooms in our mansion and given every possible toy you could ever want to play with. This is when my aunties and uncles, we would all come over. Come over? Adron. <laughs> um, Adron, by the way, has stopped editing us, and instead she has a button that actually reverses time. I don't know if you've been feeling that or not. Uh, you know, I have been wondering about the strange uh, hair growth pattern on my face, so uh, yeah. that would explain it probably. You've aged years just in the <laughs> just no. in this episode alone. Selectively. Just my mouth area, it mm-hmm. kind of reverts back sometimes. That um, is one old mouth. Uh, let me ask you, uh, were, were, did you ever have these at Aunt Rebecca's Manor where, you know, with the etiquette school and all that? Absolutely. That's, I mean, that's where I really got to show my stuff. And then of course, here comes this day where all you regular people are celebrating that you get to buy things. What, what kind of day is this for me? I have no need to buy things at discounted prices. Oh, that's one thing we forgot to mention, of course, that vendors do in accordance with kind of Jack the Flapper's actions. They do slash their prices as if they were a Thanksgiving caroler who has been cut down in their prime. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you survive the night of Thanksgiving without uh, getting murdered, then you deserve to get something good. Good deal. You deserve to get something good. Good deal. (laughs) And that's why I think we use this letter as an opportunity. And again, Daldor, was it? I would like to apologize that we're so late. But I think I have a way to make it up to you. We are, of course, recording this on Thanksgiving, which gives us just 24 hours to launch the Royals and Royals department store where we can offer Daldor's party the shopping spree of potentially a very short lifetime. And do you think that this flapper character is going to show up and uh, create a little bit of mayhem? Well, I'm not supposed to talk about this, but as you know, as a very wealthy, plugged-in individual, I know some people. You had mayhem served at every Thanksgiving. We would serve the mayhem and occasionally who would come by, but Jack the flapper himself. And you didn't hear this from me. Okay. Okay. This seems like the good venue to talk about things. We didn't hear from you. Don't tell anybody. Got it. God, this gravy strong. Did we start recording? Uh, Adrian, rewind time on Travis, please. (laughs) 
Don't do it. I want the world to hear. It's time for a short break. Magic Cadabra. I'm Paulette, the Patreon Pixie. And I'm blackout drunk in the potion closet again. Listen, I'm the only one with the brass balls to tell you this, but these pro bono bozos drawing up all y'all's castles didn't leave any budget to pay us. What I need you to do is pony on up to patreon.com slash crappy castles. That's C-R-A-P, another P, Y, castles. And drop some gold in the coffers so you can download maps, listen to those cute letter-reading songs, chat amongst y'all dummies in the Discord, and heck, climb through the ranks till you're basically the new boss round here. Now scram before I get caught. Bye. If you want to meet Jack the Flapper himself, come down to the old Royals and Royals department store on this Black Flaps Day. And you can, yes, potentially get slashed by the bird himself. Or perhaps you would be able to catch him? I don't think he's going to be very into that. (laughs) I mean, I could run it by him, but I feel like that's going to be dead on arrival, my guy. Is that kind of, that's kind of a flight pun. Um, But here's what I think. I think he would definitely be interested. It's been a long time since he got to murder anybody. Maybe... That's the two turkeys, one stone here that our friend Daldor gets his very spooky adventure with Jack the Flapper trying to chase him down. But, you know, it's something more apropos for this season and not so much a month ago. Sure. Yeah. I mean, do you think that uh, I imagine to motivate these adventures, they probably need to be flush with coin, right? I think we load them up. Yeah. I think Daldor, your party just won. Uh, a sweepstakes here as our apologies for missing your Halloween letter. We will load all your adventurers up with a hundred gold. Is that, is that how, is that an amount of gold that you people would like? Hmm. Alternatively, what if it was so much gold that it was actually burdensome to even carry thus slowing them down. So the faster they spent it, the quicker they can move. Are you trying to trim off the top here a little bit? Oh goodness, no! I, I again, I have. I just imagine the, you around all these piles of gold, and I feel like you might be trying to get your raise a different way here. Travis, you know what? Uh, you've said a lot of things, and uh, you know I don't think you mean most of them. But truly, I think that's probably one of the most hurtful things you've ever said to me. Then that's exactly what someone would say if they were trying to take all the gold for my supermarket sweep adventure. Adrian, can you get that HR form for me, please? I believe HR was recently fired, sir. Okay, well, Ian fills out yet another HR form. Boy, add it to the fucking pile at this point. <laughs> um, you know, I just, I, I think that, sure, we'll, we'll give them more gold than they've ever known what to do with. And yes, the, the faster you move, the more, the quicker you spend it, the better off you'll be. So your party is going to have to navigate through this. I mean, we're talking housewares. We're talking... Uh, lingerie. Uh, went right to it. Lingerie. 
we're talking uh, heavy duty appliances. Hell, if you can get them in the cart, go for it. It's it's all slashed prices, but you know, be careful because you may in fact be slashed while you are lifting that stacking laundry unit. I mean, well, so you got your linens, you got your shoes, you got your portable electronics. And these all provide ample opportunity for Jack the Flapper to trip you up. You go in the shoe aisle, boom, shoelace trap. You trip over that, you're done. You know, I think one of the most terrifying areas could be the floor covering section. You know, you got these kind of hanging, you know, rugs and carpets. Terrifying. And I'm scared uh, already. You know, it's kind of almost a veritable maze within that. And um, Jack the Flapper could be hiding amongst any of those. Oh, my God. He's going to have a blast. You kidding? You're you're holding still. You thought you just heard something. The the ruffle of a fl- of a feather. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out just the air conditioner kicking on and moving a rug. Yep. But then guess what? Knife comes through the rug. Boom. You're dead. Yeah, nothing nothing worse. I mean, you know, your blood's going to stain that rug. I mean, that will take up some gold just to pay for that. Absolutely. And that's coming out of their pocket. At this point, the amount of dropping here, I mean, they will have to pay me back. So I guess it's yeah. kind of. Well, I, I mean, I think that they pay you back by how, by spending the gold at the store, right? You know, and I think that any damage that, I mean, Jack the Flapper can't be caught, hasn't been caught yet, right? So any damage done to the store, adventurers have to pay for so, you know, it's up to them to make it out of the store with as much gold as they can. Oh, I love charging them for any damage that Jack does. That's great. Absolutely. He's going to love that. Yeah. Jack is a little broke, by the way. Obviously, being on being on the run your whole life, it's not a lot of opportunity. He His cabin is also very, um, it's actually just a few miles from here. It's right in the smack dab in the middle of the woods. That's where he hangs out. Um, did are we Have we recorded yet? Uh, I, I don't think so. Adron, Adron did you? We, sorry, Adron? You, you ask Adron. Sorry. You go ahead, ask Adron. Uh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> hey, Adron, um, have we done that very good recording yet? Oh, she's asleep. Uh, again? Wow. Yeah. I, I, well, I kind of gave her a lot of gravy before we, before we got in here. Oh, did you and Adron had a gravy party earlier without me? Listen, you took a long time to get here, my man. I, I, it's Thanksgiving, okay? It's eleven a.m. What do you want from me? I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I thought the office was closed, and I was told to go home and not come back until afterwards. But that, that's fine. It's, yeah, and so, you were okay. home for a, a total of five hours before I summoned you back here to come up with this perfect adventure. And so far, what have you contributed? Lingerie? Give me something now. Now the now the boots on your foot. Let's see it. I, I mean, so I think that you have a very good uh, a toy aisle, right? All those Ooh, things with wheels terrifying. and stuff in there coming yes. out. Enchanted action Wait, wheels figures. coming out? <laughs> yeah, like bicycles and oh, okay. dragons and things like that. <laughs> okay. God, I, I didn't know where. I, I thought there was just the uh, enchanted wheel. That is pretty scary. Yeah. I mean, you put one enchanted wheel on something, it's going to kind of go around in circles. It's very haunting. Yeah. Yeah. Come play with us. You know, mm-hmm. some, you are standing in a hallway and a tricycle comes up to you. Wait, I think I might have that backwards. You know, I think we've done, we've done a similar spooky thing with this before, but it's kind of when the mundane starts acting in a way that's unexpected. I think that can be one of the most haunting things of all. Absolutely. And of course that was just a distraction for Jack the Flapper to stab you right in your gullet. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he takes your giblets 
And, and when you fall backwards into that box of interlocking uh, copyrighted bricks uh, and they spill everywhere, um, then I think that, you know, you gotta, you gotta pay for this. And those things are not cheap. Oh my God. ICBs. Are you kidding? I used yeah. to, I used to get a whole mess of ICBs every, every Thanksgiving day. They would bring me, each relative would bring me another little thing to put together. It'd be, Oh, here's Jack the Flapper's cabin in the woods that you can assemble yourself. Oh, here's uh summer of Toucan Sam. <laughs> Uh, his, his cabin's right next to Jack the Flappers, by the way, if I hope nobody hears this, my God. Yeah. You know, it is making a lot more sense, um, that your father, uh, is a lich now that you've kind of started to articulate some of your holiday festivities. Listen, when you get wealthy enough, it's all kind of spooky. We got rooms with nobody in them. You ever heard anything scarier than that? It's just a, a room filled with stuff that people don't go in. Nope, never heard of that. We, I have the opposite problem where there's always somebody in all of the rooms of my house, which is particularly problematic with the bathroom. I bet. Oh my god! Especially today. What do you think they're up to right now? While we're, while we're out here coming up with this amazing, uh, you know, supermarket swish, you think that's good? Uh, yeah, supermarket swish. I love it. I, you know, I think um, they've probably moved on to making the uh, the red bean casserole. Um, you've got this look in your eye, almost like a twinkle, like your red bean casserole is my favorite. So I do really hope that they are making that. There's just, there's something very comforting about that. Like when we were kids, we'd always have to sit at the the children's table. We didn't get to sit Mm. with the adults. So we didn't quite have that experience of having all the family together. You know, it was always isolating a little bit actually. So it's quite the opposite of, it sounds like your experience. Wow, did, we didn't have a, a children's table. The table was long enough that it could sit all 120 guests. Talk me through this. Where where was this at? I'm I'm interested. Um, oh, we usually it was out back and outside. Inevitably, there's always a food fight that breaks out, so they would put us outside. And yeah, that liquid chicken's going to go everywhere. Yeah, uh, liquid turkey especially. I mean, that's that that stuff stains. You know. Do you think? We should plan for worst case scenario. They do actually don't. This party doesn't die while trying to buy all these things, and they do catch my good friend Jack the Flapper. What I don't want to reward them. Hmm. I mean, I guess there's probably a, a bounty out there already for him. Probably. Um, I guess it's really that kind of fine line of can they make it out with as much gold. More gold than what the bounty on Jack is. That's an interesting. You're you are getting into my least favorite kind of adventure with, which is a math based adventure. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, I mean, I think. Look, I think Black Flaps Day is all about stuff. Okay, right. It's not about having money. It's not about keeping money, saving money, investing money. Black Flaps Day is about trampling your cousin to death to put something in your cart that you would never possibly need or want and will never touch again. That's what this holiday is about. Okay, so... Tis the season. Maybe it needs to be uh, gold-powered carts and a kind of a racing-type adventure. Oh, spin it. Yeah, throw in that gold. Hell, throw gold at the other cart. I don't care. Take them out. It's competitive now. We're racing. Oh, my God. I love that. Pitting the party against each other, too. 
throw those banana peels on the ground. You know, you get those, you know, red dragon turtle shells. Um, yeah, just hucking those at each other's heads, killing them instantly. Yeah. You got like a star of a loon, uh, you know, all those things. Man, between that and fucking Jack flying down from the ceiling. Yeah. He's in the toaster aisle. He's toasting your hands. I mean, you know, moving through like that that rug jungle, you know, would be tough on your own, but trying to move a cart through there too. I mean, that would be really tough, you know. Jack could get you any which way there. And they could be drifting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Adron, you good with drifting? Part of the adventure? Oh, she's still out, uh, boy. She's drifted off to sleep. Well, I love it, and I love the joke you just said. And I think that someone's going to need to put a little bow on this bad boy because I got to – well, let's let's talk to Daldor. Let's kind of break it down for Daldor, what we got planned for him. We'll send him a letter back, yeah. and then I, I'm going to call – Jack, because I need to see if he's he's into this. Yeah, and maybe you guys should meet up and have a nice Thanksgiving dinner. That's beautiful. Hey, Daldor, listen, man. I, I'm sorry, dude. We didn't do a Halloween adventure. We forgot this fell behind the thing. Anyway, it may not be Halloween theme, but if you're like me, you're enduring, enduring Freudian slip. Thanksgiving with the people that you hate the most. Sorry, Ian. I don't mean it. What we got for you here is the very first Royals and Royals department store where your party will be loaded up with more friggin' gold than they can carry. And as long as they can buy it before the clock runs out, it's theirs. That's right. Toasters. Lingerie. Ian, that's for you. Thank you. Shoes and stuff. I don't know what you people buy, but help yourselves. But here's the catch. My buddy Jack the Flapper might friggin' stab you right in your gutturals. How's that spooky out? It's no pompous pumpkin. The pumpkin's all been pied up. It's an actual fucking murderer, my guy. Oh, boy, this gravy's hitting hard. I love you. The, The end. Doors open at six. Let me call Jack here. Jack, how's it going? Yeah, how's everything over there? Twenty three thirty seven Cabin Way. What? Well, yes, I'm recording a podcast. Why do you ask? Hey, man, you want to hang today, or what's up? Yeah. Whoopsie. Wow. Now those were some bad ideas. If you'd like the boys to take a shot at designing your dungeon, free of charge, send a raven to wellmet at crappycastles.com. We prefer letters that give us enough, but not too much. We'll let you decide what that means. If you want more of the adventures ad-libbed on this show, head to patreon.com forward slash crappycastles. Any silver you can spare is much appreciated. Original music, audio editing, and bardic inspiration provided by Adron. Find her at adronmusic.com. Our theme song is Piss Fader by Tobacco. That's P-I-S-S Fader by the one and only Tobacco. As always, Ian was played by Ian, Travis was played by Travis, and you don't get to know who I am. 
Until next time, keep it crappy.